Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I'm Detective Emily Rowland, and I'm on a mission. After a campground massacre that saw people gutted and hanging from trees, it was my goal to help a college kid clear his name. People believe the murder is to be his doing, but I knew otherwise. All across the country, there have been similar murders, and after hearing witness accounts, I knew this wasn't one person. This wasn't a person at all. Something evil lurked out there, consuming and possessing innocent people. Now, it's my job to figure out how to stop it. Detective Roland is one of the many characters of Paralyzed, a horror audio drama produced by Seven Lamb Productions. The story centers around sleep paralysis and the demons that are conjured within, creating a world where dreams become reality. If you're interested in listening, go to sevenlamb.com or search for Paralyzed wherever you listen to podcasts. Seven Lamb Productions presents Tower 4 Season 1 Episode 8 The Bird up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Jim? What is it? He's in bed. Can I take a look at it? I'm fine. I'm fine. You're hurt. I'm fine, Selena. Is that why you're bleeding all over my rug? Well, get me a towel then. my records what my my records my shit what was that noise Jim I'm fine I'm fine you're not fine look at you look at your arm and your face what happened you you can't even stand no we have to go to the hospital no (coughs) I'm calling an ambulance don't you dare. 
Selena! Selena! Dad? Mike, you're supposed to be in bed, buddy. You and Mom were yelling. Never mind. Go back to bed, son. Dad? Are you her? I'm gonna be okay. Where's your mom? She's on the phone. Damn it! You want that towel? No, no. I need you to... <coughs> to go back to bed, Mike. Dad, look at the lights. I know. I see them. Bed, Mike. Go to bed. Okay. <coughs> now, son. Now! What the hell was that? Ugh. I woke up in a daze. My head was killing me. My mouth was dry. I just kept blinking, trying to regain my vision. Where was I? I was staring at a rock wall, and my hands were tied <clears throat> behind my back. Hello? Hello? I craned my neck to see another rock wall and ceiling. I was in a cave. Sunlight seeped in through various cracks. Hello? Hello? Who's there? Just then, a shadow appeared on the wall next to me. A figure stood behind me. Hey, uh, what's, what's going on? The figure stood motionless. I rolled onto my back to see the person staring down at me. His face completely in shadow. The mysterious man wore a gray sweatshirt with a hood up and baggy black pants. He quickly looked me over and shuffled past and over to the radio making noise. He turned it off and inspected the thing. Hey! Hey, who are you? What is this? His head turned slightly. 
face still in shadow. Long stringy hair and crooked nose was all I could make out. Who are you? The man completed his turn. A bit of light from outside hit his face, allowing me to see his large, bushy, unkempt beard and crazy eyes. He held up the radio. There. Listening. He walked past me and over to a small opening in the cave. What are you doing? He threw the radio out into the wilderness. We are not safe. Okay, uh, are we now? No, no, ne never safe, never safe from them. But now, now, they cannot listen. Who are they? But he didn't answer. Please, I, I don't know what you want. Nothing. I can't. There is nothing to want. You don't want anything either. No, I, I don't. But it doesn't matter. What are you talking about? They will come for you. Not now. Who? They listen. Who listens? And they watch. Who does? I'm weak. Can't be too weak. You dragged me here, right? Not far. You know Amber in Tower 3? She'll look for me. Artie does. She looks, but she cannot find. Where are we? Not far from where you were, but a, a long time to drag. I'm weak. She won't find you. What do you want from me? The strange man came over and knelt right beside my head. He stared down at me, giving a good view of his scarred face. What do you want from me? Help. His breath was hot, rancid. Help? The man nodded slowly. He pulled a knife from his back pocket, which made me hold my breath momentarily until he reached over and cut my bonds. Don't run. I, I won't. After he finished, I sat up as he went over to a pile of rocks and sat. I slowly got to my feet, rubbing my wrists. They hide. But we must find them. Find who? Them. Buddy, you gotta help me out. I have no idea what you're talking about. That's when he pointed to the right. There was a bunch of crates and smaller wooden boxes. Sheets of paper littered the boxes. All of them filled with notes and weird ramblings. That's when I realized. Oh shit! Are you? Are you Jerry? But he didn't respond. He pushed past me and over to the several large water jugs. There was a sleeping bag past the crates and several sheets rolled up. Canned food, a flashlight, and a small fire pit beside it. You're Jerry? I live here. Long time. Very, very long time. Right, but were you in my tower? I warned you. Yeah. Over the radio, I uh, assume that was you? You went... Where you should not go. Not alone. Dangerous. V very dangerous. Enos Lake? All of it. The woods with the tall trees. That's where it lives. Where what lives? 
monster. The monster. You've seen it? It mostly comes out at night. I won't go there. Not yet. No. I understand that. Why do you think I have a bow and arrow? Which I'm guessing is yours, by the way. But he shook his head. Not enough. It'll hurt you. Crush you. Crushes them. When they come for it, it it won't let them. But if they do, they they come for you too. You keep saying that, but it means nothing to me. (laughs) I'm a fire lookout, okay? I'm here to write and watch for fires. That's it. At least, that's supposed to be it. But this, what is this stuff? No, don't touch. Don't touch. Sorry, sorry, sorry. (laughs) Don't touch. This, this kind of stuff was in my tower. A journal, it's yours? I don't know. It looked like this. Did you, did you write this? I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? They, they make you forget. They? The man nodded. They make you forget until they want you to know. I know. I know what they want me to know. So you speak in riddles. Great. I paced by all his supplies. He went to his little makeshift table and rearranged the papers. That's when I noticed his left hand. It was red, swollen. But more than that, it was deformed. Crooked, claw-like. He held it close to his stomach as he moved things around. You said you need my help. Yes. You need to go to the hospital? No. No, I I need to be here. But you need help. Yes. What kind of help? Here. This. We need to find this. What he showed me was a drawing. A rough sketch of some room full of long tables and stick figures lying across them. What is this? We need to find this. We? Yes. I I don't know what this is. Uh, I'm from here. From here? Then shouldn't you know where it is? No. They make you forget. Right. Well, it looks like a hospital room. An emergency room, maybe? No. A morgue? No. What is it? Where we were, where they poked us. The needle. The needle? The man motioned to his arm as if injecting himself. The needle shot at the shot. Uh, See... He showed me another drawing, this one of a hallway with barrels and crates lining the walls. A man in what looked to be a lab coat, faceless. Is that you? No, one of them. That's when I noticed he had drawn a marking on the barrels, a familiar marking that I'd seen in the woods. The eye. This, this right here, you've seen this? He nodded. I've seen this too, in the woods, carvings. What is it? I don't know. But you drew it. Here, in the picture. I don't know. You don't know much, do you? What is this place? Dangerous. That you know. Very dangerous. I'm fully aware, but you said you're from here. It looks like a room, a building. Yes. Well, it can't be out here in the woods, right? No. Then where? The man slowly pointed to the ground with his good hand. Underground? He nodded. Like a bunker? He didn't say anything. His eyes kept focus on me as I examined the drawing more closely. (sighs) A bunker, huh? The 
think so. What the fuck was going on? No time, no time. I need to find this place. Now. Listen, uh, Jerry, I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> A bunker? A bunker in the woods. How? Why? And what do you want with me? How can I help you? I don't know where this place is, and frankly, I don't care. Please. This is not what I signed up for when taking this job. I, I, I can't help you. You want help, you need to call the police. You need to talk to the rangers or, or talk to Gene. No! His shout startled me. My body tensed up. He still held the knife and now he gripped it tightly, holding it closer to his chest. No, Gene? Not them. Not them. Not them. No, no. Not them. The man went to his sleeping bag and his dirty sheets and sat. Hey, hey, you need help. That's obvious, but I can't help you. I'm a fire lookout, a writer, that's all. You have to help. I don't know how. They'll come for you. They will. You're next. Next? They'll come for you. They'll take you. They'll put you here. Hurt you. A lot of pain. They'll make you. They'll make you forget. Forget what? Everything. Jerry, at least I believed it to be him, sat on one of the crates sifting through papers. We'd remained silent for the last 20 minutes as he searched. There was more he wanted to show me, but everything I saw was just more incoherent ramblings and childlike drawings. They'd come for me? Who? I wanted to leave, but I knew he wouldn't let me. I had to figure something out. I should contact Amber. No! Why? I'm sure she's worried. I broke it. What? The radio? They follow in inside. They can follow. You keep saying they. Who are they? Who wants me? I... I don't know them. Then how do you know anything? If you truly are in trouble, then you need to get out of here to a hospital, to the police. No, no, no. no. I, I can't leave. They found me. I had to come back. They found you where? In your home? In the tower when you were fire watching? Out there. In the woods? In the bunker? Where? I ran. They followed. And found you. Yes. They took me. But I got away. I ran. I, I ran here. They took you? They kidnapped you? He nodded slowly. But you came back? Yes. There's nowhere to go. I had to come back. I find that hard to believe. A kidnapped victim doesn't return to the house they were held in unless they want more trouble. I don't want that. Trouble? I want to find this. Yes, I know. The bunker or whatever. Yes. Are you sure it's out here? Yes. But underground? Yes. Why do you want to find it? They do bad things. I can help. I can stop it. Really sounds like an issue for the police. They don't believe me. You talk to them? No one believes me. 
What are you doing over there? Looking. For what? This. He held up a large drawing of just the eye. The eye with a line through it. Okay, Jesus. I mean, I mean, what the hell is this? He looked at me with saddened eyes. I, I can't help you, okay? I have no idea what's going on. This whole thing, it's, it's insane. I think what I'm going to do is hurry back to my tower, pack my things, and use the other radio to tell Jean and Amber I quit. Then leave first thing in the morning, back to the station. You won't make it. You threatening me? They won't let you leave. You left, Jerry. You left because they said you went crazy. It's why they were fucking quick to label me a nut. I'm not going to let this place get to me. Shit. Maybe Gene and Amber were right. Maybe there was no creature. Maybe there were no numbers, no music, no- There is! He ran toward me, knife up. Whoa, whoa, hey, hey, hey! It's real. It's real. It's real. It's real. Lower the knife. He did and made his way back to the crate. I'm going to leave. I won't say anything to anyone about you being here, okay? Look for whatever you're looking for, but I'm done with all the weird shit. I don't care if I'm right. I don't care if Gene and Amber are right. I didn't sign up for this. I'm done. I'd noticed my backpack sitting by the cave entrance. I slowly made my way over to it, but as I passed by Jerry, my body tensed up. My back was to him now, which put me on edge. I was ready for him to come charging. Please. Please. Don't. Don't kill me. Don't kill me. Shit. Mike, I've been calling you. Shh, Mom, look. Is it hurt? I think it's a baby. It must have fallen out of a nest, but there's no trees around here. Can I keep it? No, you're not keeping a bird. But if we leave it out here, a cat might get it, Mom. Mike, we have nowhere to put it. But it can't fly. Oh, fine. Fine, but we'll take it to the bird sanctuary first thing tomorrow. Why? I can take care of it. Mike, I don't need any more jobs right now. Things are hectic enough as it is. But I'll take care of it. No, you don't need any extra responsibilities right now either. Especially a baby bird like that. It needs special care. But I can look for the nest every day after school. No, you need to do your homework and get caught up. Now come on, dinner's ready. We'll find it a box for now. Then I want you to wash your hands. Real good. <sighs> okay. There you go, buddy. I even poked holes in the top so you can breathe. Good job, Mike. Now come on, wash your hands. It's time to eat. 
Can we keep it just for a little while? What if its mom is looking for it? I said no. Mom! I said no! Fine. Hey, I know you just want to help it, but things are tough right now, okay? Your dad didn't make things easy for us. It'll be best for the bird if we bring it to the bird sanctuary. They could take good care of it there, nurture it. That's what they do. And I told you, when things settle down, we'll go to the SPCA and adopt a pet. Okay? Just nothing right now. Okay, Mom. Okay. Hey, Mom. When's Dad coming back? I don't know, Mikey. I don't know. He's never been gone this long. No, he hasn't. And it might be longer still. I miss him. I know. So do I, kiddo. Now go wash up. Damn it, Jim. He is your son. Tower 4. Written and edited by Robert M. Lamb. Story by Robert M. Lamb and Dylan Whitehead. Starring Jack Austin as Mike. Gina Coyle as Amber. Brian Messick as Gene. Co-starring Ariel Hack, Brett Wilkins, and Robert M. Lamb. Music provided by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com and Brett Wilkins at Facebook.com slash WilkinsMusicFL. If you enjoy Tower 4, visit 7lamb.com for more audio dramas such as this. Also, don't forget to follow 7lamb on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at 7lampodcasts. This has been a 7lamb production. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Item number SCP-5186. SCP-7160. SCP-7533. Object class. Euclid. Keter. Safe. Special containment procedures. Spreading across the hemisphere and kicking up vast amounts of ash and dust. (laughs) The only thing I could hear was 7219 (laughs) laughing. (laughs) Do you remember your name? Heartland Counseling. Appointment update. I feel them again. Heartland Counseling. Appointment update. They're in my ears! Heartland Counseling. Appointment update. Nobody understands! 
SCP Archives is a weekly fiction podcast. Each episode, we dive into the strange, the unknown, and the... Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or at scparchives.com.